When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not a great road trip for the Arizona Coyotes who dropped their fourth straight game and the road trip 0-3. And here we are to talk about yet another loss. But thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm here with, or I'm Leah, here with Craig. I stumbled over the intro. There you go. Uh, because I'm not used to having Jordan Schmaltz here, brother of Nick, uh, filling in for PD tonight. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This nice digs over here at your office. Uh, we watched the game together. Tough one for the desert dogs, as I like to call them, but uh, hopefully the boys will get back home here regroup reset heading into the holiday or the christmas break so tough trip but hey joined by you guys it's awesome to be here and uh thank you for having me yeah just letting you know now that we're basically giving you the entire show because yeah <laughs> yeah let me know yeah whatever not you a, need neither one of us want to talk about yeah. another loss so yeah we may lean on you heavily tonight yeah, jo- I I know Jordan, he took extensive notes um especially the second period <laughs> there we have some good there's a there. lot of analysis for us all to get into so we'll get there we'll get there um but i guess right off the top let's just let's just break down the numbers and then we can talk about the nitty-gritty yeah uh, so danielle if we can take a look at the numbers tonight presented by desert financial credit union arizona's number one credit union named by forbes penguins they had a lot of shots on goal how about that 43 to 22 were the shots in favor of the penguins um special teams was the name of the game tonight both teams going two for five plus penguins had a shorthanded goal that is not represented there um once again the coyotes struggled in the face-off circle 38 percent penguins were 62 percent shot attempts again penguins 76 to the coyotes 59 so uh, kind of ugly stats there on the Coyote side. Where do we want to start? Well, we can start with just, uh, you were saying it as we were walking away from the game, probably not enough to win tonight. They just didn't get enough of an effort, not enough of a push offensively to win tonight. Yeah, I think so, Craig. It just, it seemed like the game, three games and four nights, a team struggling, especially losing their last four games and three on the road, ultimately. They just didn't have that extra gear in. Sometimes that happens. You hit lulls during the season. You know, they were riding that heater for a while. It was, what, five or six in a row. And then it kind of comes back down their, you know, down their throat a little bit here, losing four games. So I think the biggest takeaway is, you know, I just, even watching that game, that shorthanded goal by Jeff Carter seemed to really take the wind out of their sails. They were up 2-1 at the time, had a little bit of momentum in terms of kind of trying to build on something, playing with the lead for a little bit, you know, something that hasn't happened a lot over the last four games. So that was a tough one. And then ultimately, you know, giving up two short or sorry, two power play goals against. And yeah, it's a tough game. I just think, you know, they were in it, but they weren't at the same time. Yeah. And to a team that hadn't had a power play goal in uh, in 13 games. Yeah. So, and and it's funny because we're watching and literally like the the Penguins go in the power play early. And I said out loud to all of us, like, oh, watch the Coyotes be the team that the Penguins finally break their power play drought. And three seconds later, the Penguins scored 
Again, like I said, their first power play goal in 13 games. Um, and that one was early in the first few minutes of the game. And it's just hard to play from behind. I mean, th- this team struggles when they go behind early. And, you know, when they came up 2-1, you thought, there you go. And like you said, it was just that that shorthanded goal to tie it. It just kind of there wasn't really any coming back from that. And I think if they had gone into the first intermission, maybe just up to one that yeah. the, the the winds of this game could have gone differently. Cause I thought that they had a pretty solid second period as well. There was just, they just didn't really have anything to offer in the third. I just, we, we keep going back to this. I know, but there's three centers out of the lineup right now. And the longer you go, you can, you can cover up for it in the short term. You can have a nice run. It's going to get exposed eventually. They're they're missing Barrett Hayton big time. I think Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller are missing. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Barrett Hayton big time. Jack McBain's out. I think he's going to be back this weekend, so that's a little bit of good news. Travis Boyd's going to be out a while. So I just think the injuries are really starting to hurt them now. They're really starting to impact a lineup that really... You know, we, we talked about them adding depth this offseason in the forward group, and I do think they're deeper than they've been. But when you take those guys out of the lineup, then you're right back in that situation where you were, and you just can't, you can't sustain success in that situation. Yeah, and I think the Coyotes over the last couple of years, especially with my brother and Kells, their most success has been with Barrett Hayton in the middle of the ice, and I think Nick and Kells, especially on the wings, the way they can play. I think just the focus when you have a Nick play in the middle of the ice, it's it's tougher at times to to really get that chemistry because you have to focus a lot more on the defensive side of the game, being a center ice. And you're a lot of the times you're starting flat footed on your own goal line and then having to track up all the way up the ice versus playing wing. You can kind of get away with a little more. I think you can kind of conserve your energy, not in terms of like you're not playing as hard, but it just center requires a lot of energy. It, could, it requires a lot of just you know, playing defense and really being committed to that side. So I think if you have a guy like Barrett Hayton, who's, again, really good on the fourth check, he plays good defensively, but that just takes a little bit of the load off of Nick. And then ultimately those guys can kind of play the, you know, the the two-on-one game, find their holes and get that cycle going in the offensive zone. So a guy they really miss is Barrett Hayden. And you mentioned Jack McBain as well. I think he adds a lot of depth in terms of a big, heavy body in the middle of the ice for that bottom six. So hopefully those guys will be back soon. I don't know on hates, but you said McBain here uh, in the near future. So, yeah, it's tough sledding right now for the Coyotes, but they're, uh, they'll manage it and they'll get through this. Yeah, I mean, the Coyotes had a, a five-game win streak before this four-game losing one. Right. Yeah, you know, just right back to just, 500 uh, now. 24 hours ago, we were like, oh, just a three-game losing streak after that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we need the mullet magic back, so hopefully returning home um, will get things better and getting those guys back in the lineup will help a lot. Um, but, Craig, this team's allowed 17 goals against in the last four games. So Yeah, and the, the thing is, I, did, I didn't – I mean, these, they were special teams goals tonight, right? You have a yeah. – a crazy play along the boards that turned into the Carter shorthanded goal. Then you're talking about power play goals and the empty netter. Um, I thought Connor Ingram played well tonight. I yeah. thought he was really good in goal. Fantastic goalie. numbers. Yeah, he faced a he faced a lot of rubber tonight. Yeah, he bounced back. Yeah, I, he wasn't even bad the other night. Uh, he had maybe one off night um, on this trip, <clears throat> but goaltending wasn't the issue. It's just uh, again they 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 don't have the depth right now. They didn't have much of an offensive push, and probably playing three games in four nights will gas you. At some point, you mentioned yeah. this is a tough roadie and, and they went through some tough buildings. We know their success in TD Garden and PPG Paints. <laughs> they haven't had a lot of it. So, well, maybe yeah. it's just best that this is over now. So much so that we actually updated the graphic from huh. the other night. So, Danielle, <laughs> if we can pull that up, um, the Coyotes crazy. have really horrible success against Ooh. in TD Garden and at PPG Paints. So, on Saturday, they, they took the lead for longest active losing streak of eight 
games or more in regulation with 10 straight in Boston. And now with this loss in Pittsburgh, they move up tied for second with nine straight losses in Pittsburgh. So the Coyotes own a two of four um, spots on that list. And actually, it's technically the top two. So there you go. Yeah. Tough, tough going for them. They haven't won in Pittsburgh since March 25th. 2014. Okay. I was it's almost yeah, a decade. Don't, don't, do, don't okay. pull the age okay. card on I me. Won't, okay? I won't. I won't. Um, and not only that, the Coyotes just haven't beaten the Penguins since 2017. So yeah. tough go. I mean, like, they only play them twice a year, but just right. t- we'll tough have to going. go to those buildings again. So. Yeah, <laughs> tough going Done. for the Coyotes against the <laughs> Penguins. Um, and yeah, this was just one where the Buffalo game was really the one that you wanted the the Coyotes to come away with yeah. two points. I think on this trip. So to go own three to come away with zero points not even force extra time in any of the games. It's kind of disappointing. So hopefully they can get it together coming up here, but you don't want to let this one get out of control at all. So, yeah. um, well, we can talk about some of the positivity. Um, I thought Jason Zucker had a really good game tonight. It was his yeah. return to, to Pittsburgh. Yeah, sorry, I got overshadowed. I wrote about Logan Cooley's return. I know, everyone, nobody got, gave Jason Zucker his did credit. They, did they give him that montage video like they're giving every guy that goes back know. to every play? What are your thoughts like, you can on play, that? Like, I'm he played sure. five games here. Right, yeah. I was going to say, like, I was a duster in St. Louis, and if I went back there, maybe they even give me a, a video <laughs> tribute at this point. You know, it's like every guy that goes back that played, like, one to five games is getting this video tribute. So I, I didn't catch it in the pregame, but did Zucker, was he feeling it? Was he high? stepping yeah, after we'll a, have to a ask video about that actually. Yeah, that's we'll, really funny we'll actually because ask. you're right it does seem like everybody oh my god it's, the it's almost like oh we don't want anyone calling us out or yeah saying that we didn't care about this player so yeah it's probably over the top at this point he, he definitely i thought i thought he definitely brought energy tonight like, yeah you, can, probably, you can tell that he had that pep in his step probably you know excited to face his old team i did see a photo from warm-up yeah. of you know him like laughing with the guys on the line so yeah, he, he looked good i i thought you know especially when you're going into a building or a team that you played for as the guys in the locker room, they're going to make you put the money on the board. So people that don't know why you put money on the board for a team is if you're going to play one of your old teams, maybe you have some family in town, different things, you'll have to throw money on the board and it can be basically however much you want to spend. And he probably had a little money on the board tonight in terms of, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever it is, you throw it on the board, the team wins, then they collect that for their fine fun or they use that for team dinner. So he was probably high-stepping because of that. He had that nice pass to Krauser on yeah. the power yeah. play. That was a Great seam setup. pass uh, just under the stick. So I thought he looked good, especially early. And it was just a weird first period. And it was I think it was hard to get into the groove of the game just you know right off the bat. Yeah, penalty, penalty, penalty. Yeah, there's, oh there's God, no flow to the game at all. That first period was insane. So by the way, what happens to the money if they lose? Yeah, so you don't, you don't have to. It's nothing. You get it back? Yeah, you get it back or you don't have to pay for it. So okay. the team wins. So it's kind of a win-win. It's a yeah, it kind of is right. If you have a, I'm trying to think of like the most I've ever seen on the board. There's been some some heavy sheets before, especially guys that have played a lot of games, or you know, if you have family in town, or if it's your thousandth game or something like that. There's a there's definitely a good chunk of change from some of those big boys. (laughs) Well, Jason Zucker, he had a great night, and we want to highlight that. um, And therefore, he is our player of the game. Jason Zucker has that desert dog in him. One assist tonight, three shots on goal. Um, just a great night for him in his yeah, just a solid all round game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's, I feel like he's kind of been buzzing a little bit lately. He had a little bit of a point streak coming into the other night. Um, that one ended, but still he, he's kind of found his rhythm since returning from that injury that kind of knocked him off, um, at the start of the season. So great to see that from Jason Zucker and, uh, yeah, Lawson Krause collects his 13th of the season. He's He's coming for Michael Carcone. I don't know. He Michael Carcone can't be stopped, but the Lawson Krause. Thing, the thing is, about uh, Krause, like not a lot of guys will cite 
statistical goals at the start of a season. And he's told us, I want to score 30 goals. He's on pace. He's yeah. on pace. And he's he's been a he's been a good, good player for them all season. Andre will talk about that, of course. That he said that's their best line. That's been their best line this season. And of course, with Barrett out, yep. you understand what he's talking about. But they have, they've been consistent all season. Michelle Bugstad, they have great chemistry together and and Krause is just getting to the spots. He's getting to those spots where he can finish the passes from whoever. I know a lot of people think it's Michelli always setting him up. It's actually not. He's got a, he's got assists from a lot of different players. He is getting to his spots and he is finishing. Yeah, he's looked good. I think obviously his month of November, what do you have? Ten goals, I believe yeah. it was. And to me, that's the Coyotes' identity line. Like you can throw them and they can play against a first line, a second line, third line, obviously a fourth line. But to me, when I look at the Coyotes, that's kind of their their engine that goes. Yes, you have the skilled players in, in Nick and Kells. Like those are the high end players. But Michelli's a really good player, and then you have those two big bodies. So I think that's a line. If you're in terms of matchups, if you're bare looking down any other roster, it's like, well, I can put these guys out there no matter what, and you don't have to worry about them. That's yeah. really like the identity when the Coyotes are clicking is that line. So they've all been great, and Bukestad, uh has been really good as well. Yeah, and he had a few good looks tonight. Um, a couple shots on net and Matias Michelli of course gets the other goal for the Coyotes tonight um, his fifth of the season so that line was really <laughs> the one tonight um, and obviously Zucker has been on the top line since Cooley went down to the fourth line and we'll talk more about Logan Cooley and his homecoming a little bit later but um, yeah all around fr- from that line and it was I mean what an entertaining first period I guess if you want to call it but it was a lot of uh, a lot of spe- special teams would just be the way I would summarize that first one. So it was extremely, extremely interesting. Um, well, as always, I reached out to our our friends Shane and Sean for betting advice. And Sean yeah, gave me a really good parlay for my bet MGM parlay pick. Okay. And he calls it, and I like it, he themes all his parlays. This one's called The Coyote's Revenge. And it's because it's a parlay with against all the teams the Coyotes just lost to. So... Montreal Canadiens money line against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Avs minus one and a half against the Sabres, and <laughs> Devils money line against the Bruins. Um, all of that for plus eight forty-four over on BetMGM. So the Coyotes revenge parlay. If you want to get in on the action, head over to BetMGM to place your bets. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can do so and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your bet loses. So sign up for BetMGM, use bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bet will be available once your initial wager is settled. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. So PD's not here tonight. I have seen him in and out of our YouTube chat. And PD, as always, I want to ask you, are you drinking Wink at home? Give us a thumbs up if you are. I know PD is a huge fan of Wink. We were uh, countdown might have been making its way around the office today. Who knows? Uh, we're huge fans of Wink here at PHNX. Uh, they're a seltzer with just a wink of THC. You can check out their product at drinkwink.com. That's Wink, W-Y. NK, um, THC and CBD in each can, and it comes in 2.5 milligram and 5 milligram cans 
online. You can buy them in 12, 24, and variety packs right now and use promo code PHNX for an additional 50% off your order. It's an unbelievable offer. So again, use code PHNX for an additional 50% off your order at drinkwink.com. All right. Logan Cooley's homecoming. Uh, if you looked at our thumbnail photo, <laughs> you can see yeah. Oops. Yeah. big hit yeah. at center ice for him. Um, I, I mean, he had some good looks. Again, he's on a line with no, no offense to them. Liam O'Brien and Milos Kellerman. It's, yeah. He went from being on a line with Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz to the fourth line. Um, so probably not ideal for him in his first game back um, in Pittsburgh. No points tonight. What were your guys' thoughts on Logan Cooley? Well, the funny thing is Jordan previewed the hit before it happened by saying he seems to put himself in a position where he gets buried once a game, and boy, did he get buried on that one. (laughs) Yeah, that one was tough. Talk about on the chin, Craig. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it just seems to me like he's going to be a very good player. You can see the flashes of his game where he is good. And to me, sometimes he gets a little bit one, you know, too one-on-one in terms of his play where he tries to create you know, just by himself in, in terms of maybe he could use team teammates and, and try to find the two on one. But in saying that, I don't mind the move going down the lineup uh, for him just to kind of simplify his game. Play with a guy like Spicy Tuna O'Brien, like I like to call him. Get him in the <laughs> lineup, playing more of a North game and really simplifying it and learning just how to play in the National Hockey League. This kid's going to be a great player. And I think one day he will probably be back up with Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller for a while. But right now, I think just in terms of, you know, maybe cutting the minutes down a little bit, he's still on the first power play, but he can simplify his game. He can get on the four check. He can really learn how to play. And Tuna is a great veteran to learn from. Speaking of spicy tuna, you invented a sushi roll tonight. While we were watching <laughs> yeah, the game. I mean, yeah. tuna, he must have been feeling himself a little bit tonight because he had that, like I said, it was a spicy tuna drag, which is like a toe drag in the second period. And it actually almost pulled it off. His it mitts look good. It. I don't know if he's working on his mitts or those are sneaky, but I haven't <laughs> seen that from, uh, from spicy tuna this year. And he's one of my favorite players, not only as a guy, just talking to him, uh, a guy that's willing to do everything for his teammates, uh, a guy that plays his body on the line every night, will fight anyone. Those guys go a long way in the locker room. So he's a valuable piece to this Desert Dogs team. But I just thought that was funny in terms of the old spicy tuna dre because I was uh, that gave me a good chuckle. And if you would have pulled that off, that would have been awesome. So shout out to Tuna. What a <laughs> beauty. Would have been awesome. We were all kind of gassing here. And then uh, resulted, I think, in a turnover. But that's okay because we can look past it for, for yeah. how, how sweet that was. I think someone in the Discord said, oh, like a... a Liam O'Brien dangle. Don't know when you're going to hear those in the same <laughs> Exactly. I don't think we'll again. ever see what we saw tonight again. <laughs> yeah, not sure. Yeah. Oh. It's too bad with Cooley, you know, going going home. Obviously, he had a lot of friends and family there, and I'm sure he wanted to put on a show, but it's a process, man. It's He's a 19-year-old kid, and he is yep. definitely – he definitely still has a lot to learn to play in this league. I, I, I don't want to say that he's not ready. You think he belongs now. You said that. Yeah, I, I do. That earlier. I, I really do. I think he's – getting used to the league. It's hard. He's played 20 odd games in this league. You play every other night. College is a Friday, Saturday weekend league, and you're playing against the best players in the world. Like it's a big adjustment. I mean, that's, these guys are unbelievable out there. Every, every line is, you know, really good. And, and especially when you're playing as a top line guy, it's really hard. So like I said, that's why I mentioned, I didn't, I don't mind the move, him going down the lineup, maybe trimming his minutes a little bit, still playing on the power play. So you get those touches, but just learning the game. I'm sure he's doing a lot of work with the assistant coaches, probably John Madden, as well as even bear the head coach there. And, and just learning how to, to play 
be consistent, I think, is the biggest thing in the National Hockey League. And then just kind of dumbing it down. Like, you don't need to play one-on-one all the time. Find your two-on-one. Maybe where there's opportunities where you don't need to make the next move, just chip it in or, you know, defer to a teammate. So, But he's going to find his way. He's a good player, and uh, I'm a big Logan Cooley believer. There you have it. Um, it, A lot of cool storylines going into the night. Again, if you haven't read Craig's story on his relationship with his brothers, amazing anecdotes in that one. Um, yeah, check it out. Go stories. Yeah. Go phnx.com. It's up there right now. Um, but I, I did think it was cool that the opening face off tonight was Sid versus Cooley. Kind of a special moment, especially given that Cooley learned to skate and Sid's learned to play hockey program yeah. um, when Logan Cooley was four years old. And now they're facing off against each other. If anyone wants to feel really old um, about that. But just just that, that that's just a cool thing. And I'm sure even though didn't go the way he wanted either personally or for the team. It'll be a night that he always remembers. So pretty cool, pretty cool takeaway. Yeah, really quite night. a week for him too, going up against Ovi, who was his idol for some, I still can't, I can't figure that out. I asked his brothers about that, by the way. Why is Alex Ovechkin his favorite player? Doesn't play his style, doesn't play his position. He's he's not big like Ovi. There's, there's literally nothing that he can do like Ovi, and that's his favorite player. Instead of Sid, who's in his own city. It's just bizarre. And both his brothers are like, yeah, we have no idea. We don't get that at all. It <laughs> makes no Penguins sense. Fans, yeah, brothers? both of them are Penguins that's fans. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my Ovi gosh. had that sick style, though. The mirror, He wore that mirror yeah. visor. Yeah. He had the yellow laces. You know, just a cool dude out there. So as a yeah. young kid, I was even an Ovi guy. Not that I, you know, don't love Sid, but it was, he always had that flash to him, right? And he could wreck people early yes. in his career. Yes. He was just running everyone. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I want to go back to special teams for just a second because we did see a little bit of a shakeup, obviously, with Jersey out. He's still day to day. We had seen Matt Jumba take over um, the QB point on the power play. We saw Mosier go there and then the, the Coyotes power play saw success where it hadn't been seeing success for quite a few games. I felt like Mosier in that spot worked. Yeah, I think for the most part, they they obviously had the one play that led to the Jeff Carter shorthanded goal. That was JJ along the boards. But I do think he's more of a steadying presence back there. However, he doesn't give him a shot threat. And you were talking about this. Go ahead, because I, I agree with you. That's that's kind of why they moved JJ off the power play in the first place. Yeah, I think so. And I think just in terms of that first unit with Kells setting up on the right flank, being a lefty, having Nick for a one-timer option. And then I think that's why they probably looked at Matt Dumba initially, just being a right shot at the top of the key. Because Jersey, that's his hole, where he can hit the one-timer. So Kells could look off Nick, go to the top, and still have that one-timer. Now, really, you only have, with JJ being a left-hander at the top, you only have one real one-timer spot, and that's Nick in the middle. So when you're watching that game tonight, you saw how Pittsburgh, they defended. They're almost shading over all on that one side of the ice with their four guys cutting the ice in half because they know even if that puck gets through through the seam from Keller to Cooley, he's not a one-time option. And, yeah. you know, so it's just like, or even back up to, to Moser because he's going to have to get a little wrister. And if it has to go all the way around the top of the key, then you still don't have that one-timer option. So I think that's why they probably tried Dumba initially. And, Tonight it kind of showed they're missing that big bomb up top or even the option with Dersey. Yeah. And that just cuts Nick's options in half in terms of being in the middle of the ice and they can really pack that middle in. So hopefully Dersey can come back soon because they really miss a right-handed shot up top. That's why you're here for the the good analysis. <laughs> that, that's why you're here. See, Petey, he's coming for your job. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, let's take a look at what's coming up for the Coyotes Good news is they're coming home. Um, they'll have a couple of days off. Well, they'll have a practice, but probably a day off tomorrow after flying back. And then it's another back-to-back because there's never a break in the schedule for this team. Um, San Jose in town Friday, Buffalo in town Saturday, 
And then a couple of days before Jacob Chikrin's return to mullet with the Ottawa Senators, the struggling <laughs> the Ottawa Senators. The liver king. The liver king, yeah. Brad, as I was calling him earlier. Yeah. Back in the mix. I wonder where he's going to go grab a grass-fed steak the night before. Probably steak 44. Maybe. He probably has his where's he getting the, Where's he getting the tomahawk from? You know, Or is he going to ask, you know, hey, Kels, can I slide in and use your kitchen for the night? I, I got some local farmer over here that I got to dice something up, you know? So we'll see on that. I'll have to text Chicky Parm and see what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, I'm hoping to catch up with him before yeah. he comes in town. I won't be writing about raw meat, though. I can tell you yeah. that. I've already done that You've story. Done so. that. Okay. Oh, Put that out there in the universe and people ate it up, yeah, so literally. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Uh, but looking at the schedule, like the good thing about the schedule, and I, you hate to say this in the NHL because there's never an easy out, but they have some winnable games as they come home to get out of this skid. They're, they fall into 500 again, which is kind of who we thought this team was going to be all season. But you've got San Jose twice coming up. You've got Buffalo probably in sort of a, a grudge match, and Ottawa's not playing well, so... You've got some winnable games there to maybe get a couple games above 500 and get get yourself feeling good about yourself again before you go into the break. Jack McBain could be back. It won't be long probably before Barrett Hayton's back. So maybe they can get some positive vibes going before the end of the year. Yeah, especially with two matchups against San Jose. And honestly, San Jose, they've had kind of an interesting surge. They're playing a little better lately. They're kind of pesky. Yeah. They're kind of playing hard a little bit. They are. But, you know, the Coyotes play the Avs. Somehow the Coyotes play really well against the Avalanche. Yeah, I don't get that. But just, I mean, just like they play bad in Boston and Pittsburgh, like they play well against Colorado. There's just these weird things that you can point to um, over year over year with a team. So. They really have to take advantage of these opportunities if they don't want things to get out of hand because I believe this is the first four-game losing streak of the season. It is. Um, which is hilarious. Following the first five-game win streak of the season because that's who the Coyotes that are. That is very yep. Coyotes, but also Ride hilarious. the roller coaster, baby. What was that? <laughs> said riding the roller coaster over here. I can't help because they're screaming. <laughs> I think Espo just won a bet. Oh my gosh. What time did that I, game start at? 8 p.m. Eight, okay. I know. It's Mountain Standard. Yeah. Did you win your bet, Espo? Oh my gosh. Okay, just for a little insight. Is, is that why you're disrupting our show? Yes. Is that what's okay, going wait, on? Here? Let okay. me explain. Let me explain because I actually know what's going on. Yeah, all right. So so this is the Sun Show and their pregame show, they do bets every and they compete against mm-hmm. each other all season long where they put money on the line and every night they do bets. So Espo, that's Espo, the one running around, sure. um, <laughs> has has been horribly behind all season long. Like he has lost I know he's lost all of his bets. So today he looks at me and we share an office. He looks at me and he goes, I'm going to place a kind of a weird bet tonight. Bradley Beal first goal, first bucket three point. It's like plus 3000. And if I win, I pull ahead of everybody and it just won. So he's been behind. I don't know how many games in there are like 20. He's been behind 22. They've been behind all season. He hits the bet, pulls ahead of everyone. Just a crazy bet that he just did off the cuff today. Um, That's great. So we just got to hear Espo's reaction to winning that bet. So there <laughs> you go. Tip the cap. A little behind the scenes action at PHNX Sports. Uh, again, bet MGM. Win some money. Um, but let's take a look at our punch card, actually, presented by Arizona Lottery. Don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers. You can actually see the winning and losing streaks here. The, those four X's in a row are a little bit stressful. So got to get wins this weekend So to stop that before it gets out of hand. Uh, but Again, that looks like a 500 punch card, Craig. A lot yeah. of, well, a I, lot of I like the Scrabble punch card we had the other night. <laughs> the Danielle's Danielle version. pulled out on Petey just yeah. to feed his neuroses. Hilarious. 
Um, and on that subject, I think we should do an Arizona lottery scratcher right now. You got one? What do you say? Yeah. So, right. so yeah. So we have holiday scratchers. I don't know if you're a scratcher guy. I love doing no, scratchers. No, but I do like the action. So let's yeah, see what we let, got. Let's get in on it. So this one, this is just a dollar scratcher, but we can okay. win up to 500. Okay. Um, so we won the first time we ever did this and we haven't had much luck since, but it's okay. As in no luck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we have I'm trying to be we'll positive. We'll see what's going on here. Just stay with it. Um. All right. Let's see. And we struck. We struck out again. That's okay. okay. But. But Espo won. So. But Espo yeah, won his bet. And by the way, like I bought a stack of these the other day, the other week, and I won like a ton of money. Not a ton, but I won like my money back, which was pretty great. Um. It, they're fun and they're great stocking stuffers for the holidays. Grab them for your family, your friends, anyone. Just if like, listen, it's December twelfth. We're like two weeks away from yeah. Christmas. So get on it. Arizona Lottery Scratchers, great holiday gift. Go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. You can find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. And we mentioned you can buy scratchers at Circle K. We sampled some unreal Circle K chips tonight. And I heard a rumor of something else coming too. The baked goods that Craig has been begging for. Sorry, Sean, to pause if you're on the show tonight. The baked goods are coming and they're coming soon. You're not going to get any of them because you're in Boston. Tough luck. Sean, we'll talk to you Sean, tomorrow. Sean used to be our producer. He's okay. gone now. He, he produces the national show now. He's yeah. big time. Okay. Um, but yeah, Circle K, we tried. What did we try? Um, garlic bread? Yeah. Cheesy, big, garlic, cheesy bread garlic bread chips. And Those were good. Buffalo chicken wing chips. Oh my God. The buffalo chicken wing chips were unreal. So were the cheesy garlic bread, but I like the buffalo chicken wing chips um, we're big fans of circle k here obviously um and big fans of the inner circle as well so make sure you join because not only do you save 25 cents per gallon on your first five phillips when you join the inner circle you can save three cents per gallon every day after and circle k i was driving by today the gas price started with number two so i was very happy is it down that, that low now yep. wow wow okay. the one right by here um in downtown so um lots of perks to becoming a member of the inner circle and it's completely free to join all you have to do is download the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for details all right. Is it Schmaltzwitz time? We can stop yeah. talking about the game. Let's, let's eh. talk about the Schmaltz family. We want to okay, get, wow. yeah, we, we want? Get, we what, get dirt you... on your family, on Nick. Okay, uh, little we, Joe Dirt. I think we should start with what the hell you've been up to for the last several years because you, yeah. you've had quite a voyage. People, yeah. might, not know. People yeah. might not know your background. Like, I don't want you to just, just be brother of Nick. Like, a, Sure. What, yeah, yeah. Long time listener, first time caller over here. Yeah, well, where we begin, I guess. I was, I played... Hockey for pre professionally for the last eight years, most recently in Switzerland, just outside of Zurich. The year before that, I played in Helsinki in the Finnish league. Wow. So I was in Finland. Cool Not a whole lot of sun over there, Craig, in terms yeah. of uh, <laughs> you're looking at your clock on your, your phone or your watch. And it's like 2 or 3 p.m. You're like, I don't know if I can go to the bar yet. You know, <laughs> the sun's down. It's dark. Oh, what are we doing here? So but that was an experience. Okay. I love the city. You know, a big sauna culture over there. Finnish people are great. And then six years prior to that, I was kind of up and down between the American Hockey League and the NHL. Spent time, most of my time in the St. Louis organization. That, that's who was drafted, uh, that drafted me 2012. 25th Bill Armstrong overall. in particular, right? Yeah, Bill yeah. Armstrong was the head Crazy. scout with the St. Louis Blues at the time. Craig, we talked about that draft. It was in Pittsburgh. You know who the 25th overall pick that year was? You're looking at him right over here. Thanks, fella. Uh, but yeah, no, it was great. I uh, spent time at North Dakota before that, three years prior to turning pro. 
me and Nick had a little stint at North Dakota together. He was a freshman when I was a junior. So that was awesome. That was probably the most fun I ever had playing hockey, just being in school with him, being able to go to the rink, being teammates, work the half wall together on the power play, different things like that. So, yeah, no, grew up in uh, Verona, Wisconsin. Same house as Nick. Uh, The folks are still in Madison. They spend a lot of time down here. But, yeah, that's kind of my route. This is my first year not playing hockey. So I'm kind of entering the real world, you say, and and doing some different things with my company, Butter Golf, and as well as just working my way, uh, trying to massage this media space and whatever it is with podcasting or opportunities like this. So, yeah, this is my next little chapter, and uh, I'm really excited for it. Was it hard to walk away? For me, not really. I thought... I, there would always be a time when it was what caused it. I had some a little bit of injury issues last year, just in terms of uh, a concussion and different things like that. That kind of I missed a, a lot of time, and it, it kind of put things in perspective for me for what I want to do. And I don't know I'm just I'm really excited. I think I had a great time playing hockey. I was a higher pick. I thought maybe I'd play a little bit longer, especially over here. But it ran its course and got to enjoy a couple of years in Europe, and and here I am. And like I said, I got a lot of. Uh, a lot of fire and a lot of drive to uh, to see what's next and, and kind of figure out what I want to do. Did, Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. I was curious. Um, first of all, why did you choose to live in Arizona because of Nick, or or you just liked it anyway? I, I liked it. I was living in Minneapolis before that. I was. I had probably five or six off seasons in Minneapolis right out of school. I didn't love Mini. I thought it was, it's a nice place. A sorry, lot of, uh, yeah, sorry, Mini. I mean, Wisconsin guy, right? I'm biased, but that's where I was <laughs> no, training and, and working and, out. And I'm with you for yeah. 100%. I so agree. <laughs> I was, I spent a lot of time in Minnesota. That's where a lot of guys I played with, even at school, were still training. They were professionals, kind of the same things. So we had a good program there, a lot of good skates there, just a lot of NHL guys there. But I never wanted to, uh, I didn't think I wanted to be there long term. And then when I started playing over in Europe, the seasons are shorter, as you know. It, it yeah. runs about July through March, April, and that's a perfect time to be down here in terms of if you're showing up in March and you're staying till about June. So that was kind of my thought process on that. Obviously, Nick being here, that it's cool to spend time because we're so close. So yeah, we would skate and train in the in the off seasons here. He goes back to Madison a little bit now, but yeah, that's kind of the uh, thought process on how I landed in the desert. All right, let's get some dirt on Nick now because he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, um, I, I've said this let's before. Go off the top ropes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He. Nick's actually really good in one-on-one interviews. I think he's a great analyst, first of all. He can pick apart the game. And Andre does that of the leadership group, he's the brains of the group. He always yeah. knows what's happening. Um, but, you know, that's really not what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, the, the dark side of Nick Schmaltz. Maybe you can give me some stories. <laughs> well, I've heard I, some stories. Like, I remember your, your dad told me the story. that You guys drove, like, an insane distance to get to, was it Seven Bridges? Yeah, Seven you guys Bridges with the mission in Naperville. For yeah, we were that's driving nuts. from... Verona, which is just outside Madison, down I-90, I-39, twice, three times a week. It's about two and a half hours, a.k.a. two and a hook. So that was one way. Yeah, and we both practice. And then sometimes Nick's team was the younger team, the 96 team, the year he was born. So they were practicing usually earlier than us, being the 93 team. We go off a little later. So some nights, I remember one year, like we practiced at like 9 p.m. So we'd be getting oh. home at like one or two wow. and then school going to school, day. you know, the next day or maybe trying to call in sick or something, you know, but, uh, yeah. no, we, uh, we definitely put in a lot of time in the car and especially our parents. I mean, they were both working full-time jobs. My mom being a radiologist, my dad, an entrepreneur doing stuff with fitness gyms and different things like that. So yeah, they, uh, they did a lot for us and 
in terms of dark side, Craig, I don't know if I really got a lot of dirt on me. I think he's the best at everything he does. I mean, if you play him in ping pong, he's going to whack you. <laughs> you get him on the golf course, he's digging into your wallet. He's yeah, got a I've great jumper. I've heard he's amazing. Yeah. Great golfer. Yeah. He's got a good beer pong stroke if you're playing a drinking game. <laughs> you know, just one of those guys that's kind of good at everything. Yeah. I can edge him on some things, but most of the things he's probably going to take me to the cleaners. So how was he on those car rides, though? Was he, you know, was he a pain in the ass? Not really. Place? I mean, pretty chill. Like, we have a, we've always had a really good relationship, yeah. me being the older brother. So when it, at times, maybe if we were playing hockey in the basement or whatever, someone would come up crying, whether it was him or my younger sister, but never you never, not most of me. I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed off sometimes, but you know, maybe I'd have to go take it out on him. You know? so, uh, yeah, no, a lot of good times and we have a really good relationship. We're mostly just like best friends. So it's yeah. that, uh, you know, kind of wailing on him or, you know, or, whatever we were we were always pretty chill and we always just wanted to push each other to to be the best hockey players we could be what's your sense of how he's adapted to the situation in arizona after being in chicago you know playing not the hometown team but sort of having played for the mission and you yeah know, they moved yeah how's he adapted to this situation you think i think he's done great i think him and keller it's no secret cats out of the bag they have great chemistry yeah, the way do. they can work the the zone and their movement and they're just how fluid they are and how they find each other. I think they do a really good job of finding two-on-ones all over the ice. But his progression as a player, if he can stay healthy, I, I think he's truly one of the more underrated players in the league. I think he's got a great stick. He's always been good defensively, almost like a Datsuk-esque. I'm not going to put him in the same category as Pavel, but he's got a great stick, uh, a guy that's can strip someone you know, all over the ice and just a very heady player. So I think every year he adds a layer to his game. And I think... You know, they're in a little bit of a rut right now. I think they miss Hayton, but I think, you know, as he continues, he's uh, obviously a big piece for this team, but I think there's still more to his game, and uh, he's a great player. Were either of your parents athletic? Because the athletic gene with the, with the siblings, I mean, I know about your sister as well. It's like, it's kind of insane how, yeah. how athletic this household is. Yeah, my mom likes to say she was the best athlete in the family. She was a tennis player uh, growing up in high school. My dad, though, he, he played football. He was a receiver at the University of North Dakota. My uncles both played football. So there is, you know, athletic genes in our family. But I think it just goes back to just messing around in the playground like all day long. Like, you know, we were like most kids where you just, you don't come home and you're playing whatever sport, whether it's hoops, hockey. We did track growing up. We played football. We played baseball. So every season we were doing everything. I mean, I don't think we were, I mean, I still don't watch TV shows, Craig. I just watch sports. Like people are like, did you see that TV show? I'm like, no, the only TV show I've ever watched is Breaking Bad. That was pretty good. But other than that, <laughs> I watch, you know, I could be watching a, a women's hoops game or a cricket game in Dubai, you know, and maybe slide a little action on that and watch that because I'm truly just, you know, such a big sports fan. I love the NBA. I love hockey, obviously, football. So golf and Nick's the same way. So I think that's just kind of how that transpired and we just have a real love of of all sports and most importantly just being competitive um by the way if you have any questions for jordan in the chat let us know I, there's a couple i want to read because first of all um, i think the watts asked why doesn't nick smile after goals ever <laughs> <laughs> i think he's a guy that just keeps his emotion yeah. in, in check yeah he's never too high he's never too low if he scores a goal he probably knows it's nasty but <laughs> He's not going to show it. He's uh, He's got a pretty good poker face, it's just stone cold and ice in his veins. So I think he's always been that way where I maybe if I scored a nice goal, I'm coming off the top rope with some sort of celebration, <laughs> yeah. you know? especially being a yeah. defenseman. You yeah. know, if I got one, oh, man, I'm giving it the old pumper nickel or, yeah. or whatever it is. So, yeah, no, he's just uh, he's just steady Eddie. 
Yeah, for sure. And then Nicholas said, because we've heard some rumors about Nick and his karaoke skills. So Nicholas said, how good of a singer is Nick actually? He's pretty good, actually. I mean, I would say I'm more the karaoke specialist. I think I can edge him out in this. But Wagon Wheel, he's actually all time at it. He's (laughs) Darius Rucker, Wagon Wheel, he kills. And that's probably his (laughs) go-to if he's at the bar. Or he's we actually he actually has a karaoke machine at his house. Our, See, this is good stuff. Our right aunt Keep bought it coming. for us over COVID because you couldn't do anything. And my cousin was down here. So we'd have like these little family get togethers where it would just be karaoke night. And you got to have your songs lined up. You got to have your arsenal yeah. dialed in, queued up. And Wagon Wheel was always his. Where I'm more of like a Toby Keith, I love this bar. You know, I go on there and just start singing my heart out. So, yeah, no, karaoke runs deep in the Schmaltz household. We've had numerous late nights just singing our hearts out, baby. So, uh, uh, I think I need a karaoke night now you're talking about. I might have to go tune up my skills here and, and get on the mic because wow. that's, a, that's a great time. This might have to be a PHNX short. I would have to do a YouTube short on this. I would pay to watch that content. <laughs> I would. That's unreal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Um, okay, well, we'll give some time if anyone wants to ask. Does this happen like at that. Christmas, by the way? Do you guys do this as a family? Does, does karaoke come Well, we out? haven't been together for a that's while true, for actually. Christmas because yeah, yeah. I've been playing and I've been all over the place. So... And now that you say that, we might have to bust that thing out, and I might start to have to, you know, get the old hot tea going, the lemon, the ginger, and get this voice really dialed in. Because now that you got me excited over here, I gotta, I gotta dial in my songs. It's been a little while. Yeah, I got a little this. Alan Jackson, "Daddy Let Me Drive." I mean, that might be on there. Who knows? Oh my so. god. Craig, what's your go-to karaoke song? I, I am not a karaoke guy. I can't really? say I am. I, although I do sing around the house all the time, as my kids will yeah. tell you, and whatever's playing. Yeah. And, and to my wife's annoyance, I, I get stuck on like one verse and I'll often repeat it over and over again oh until gosh. she's ready to kill me. But yeah. I do sing a lot. Yeah. I, I like uh, unwritten. I almost wish we had music. Like if we, if we had known, we would have piped it in and we would have had you just sing. I was going to say like. Well, we don't want to get a copyright in There's nothing better than the mic in your hands. You got the <laughs> stage, everyone looking at you. And I'm going to sing this song anywhere from six to ten drinks deep. And I might butcher a few lines. <laughs> But my stage presence is unbelievable. And more importantly, Craig, my confidence is through the goddamn roof. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Nicholas said, Die Hard discount for this wear. Absolutely. This might have to be Die Hard only content. Um, yeah, we'll let you know for sure. Um, in the meantime, if you want to have some fun, swing by any Gila River resorts and casinos location. They have them all over the valley. I've been to the one at Wild Horse Pass. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's unreal. It the BetMGM Sportsbook, multiple restaurants inside, um, just a state-of-the-art casino. It's unbelievable. So check out Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And as they like to say, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You can visit play at Gila.com for more details. I was thinking about Shady Rays and how Jordan probably didn't need them in Finland when yeah. the sun was setting at how 2 we're p.m. missing our official spokesperson. Um, yeah, J.D. Rays, we like to call him. JD but Rays. now that you're back in Arizona full time, you got to get yourself some Shady Rays. Um, not only are they stylish sunglasses, but they are super affordable and uh, indestructible. Indestructible, as Craig and I have discovered. Yeah, they also have a brick and mortar location at Kirlin Commons. So if you want to go check them out for yourself, you can do so there. Um, make a great holiday gift as well. And right now for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Any final thoughts? I, yeah, I okay. just want to give you a moment to to let people know what you're up to right now with yeah, Hockey Night in Scottsdale and Heat Daddy and all yeah. that and, and what you got coming because you're, you're traveling a hell of a lot 
yep. coming up, right? So yeah. go ahead. You have so I guess short story long here, folks. I got my company, Butter Golf, going. That's a lifestyle and apparel brand. And rocking we, the hat right we're rocking now. the hat right now. The upside down butter, a.k.a. the rally cap. But no, cool things I'm doing. I'm actually going out there tomorrow to meet uh, with the guy that's doing my clothing. It's uh, just dialing in some samples. But look for some cool stuff on the other side of 2024. But in terms of Hockey Night in Scottsdale, it is a live stream show that me and the Heat Daddy on Twitter, a Twitter personality, full-time beauty, friend of the show, <laughs> Uh, we do this show every week where we have guests on, but we'll commentate a game. So we'll pick one game a week and we'll basically commentate. We'll throw, you know, different stories in there. We'll get off the rails a little bit. This week, we actually have Biz Nasty coming on on Friday. So look for that. He was on a couple of weeks ago. So it's always a riot when us three are sitting on the couch. But it's hilarious, Craig. Like the other week, I was in full. I haven't put my gear on since I played, which is been about a year now since my last game and I was sitting on my couch in full gear the other night so (laughs) felt good though didn't have the fight strap on but it felt good so more importantly though we're we do these live streams once a week hockey night in Scottsdale it's awesome we've gotten really good feedback a lot of a lot of viewership um actually and we're hitting the road here on the other side of 2024 our first stop being in Calgary at Cowboys. It's Cowboys Dance Hall. We're going to be doing a live show where it's just different fan engagement. We'll be interviewing some alumni from the Flames. And, yeah, it's cool. It's like live comedy, stand-up with hockey mixed in. We'll comment about the games. We'll interview of, you know some fans. We'll do a Q&A. An alumni will stop by. We'll do a chug-off, mm. maybe a flip cup. So, yeah, talk about throwing both ways, left and right, and it's it's awesome. We're going to be doing a stop there. Uh, that is confirmed and announced January 20th, Battle of Alberta game. That's a Saturday. And That's then the sweet. following week is uh, NYC at the Canuck. So hopefully get a show locked here in Scottsdale right around the waste management. But we're looking for an all-star game touch-up in Toronto. We have Buffalo in March locked in at a place called the, the Rec Room. So, yeah, we're hitting the we're hitting the road here, That's Craig. Awesome. It's, a, it's a traveling circus, if you will. It's like it's the right, Shrine right. Circus on steroids brother so oh, it's uh nice we're fired up there yeah like so it, we're, we're really fired up we're excited about it we've gotten a lot of good traction in terms of people tuning in watching the games with us on our stream and then more importantly this live shows uh we did one and up at north dakota in october went really well so i'm fired up to hit the road and and get this thing grooving and did you catch us the other night at the uh, coyotes game the coyotes actually tweeted out and they put it on their instagram me and the heat daddy were sitting on the glass i had my mullet on at <laughs> yeah. mullet arena fast shades nascar jacket so i I felt spooky fast sitting there <laughs> right on the glass and it was some good content. So look for that. Actually, the Coyotes will be releasing. We did another game, so they'll be coming out with some more game film. But no, thanks again for, for having me over here. I'll come by anytime. This is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is great having you. And where can people watch those live streams, by the way? Yeah, so it's it's tweeted. We'll tweet it out every week. So if you follow the Heat Daddy on Twitter, I believe his name is Heat Daddy. 69 420 so uh yeah that's his name and my name is j underscore swish 24 and we'll tweet that out before the game again we're going to be doing the nashville carolina game on friday i believe it's a 5 30 p.m mountain standard start so just before the coyotes game biz nasty gonna hop on for a period or two he'll be live on the couch with the boys chopping it up so yeah it's awesome i don't know if i'll be in full gear on friday but I'm a wild card baby, yeah, so tune you never in know. Yeah, to find out. <laughs> you never I mean, know. that's that's worth Bust it. Bust out alone. the karaoke. There yeah, you go. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, well, yeah, this has been great, great, great insight from you as well. And definitely, everyone will work on getting that diehard only content with the Schmaltz brothers at some karaoke. <laughs> I think we need to make that yeah, happen. Um, but in the meantime, so many reasons to become a diehard. Twenty percent off merch. Twenty percent off 
events, um, free shirt or hat when you sign up, access to Die Hard Only content on the site and also Die Hard Only content in our Discord as well. Um, so, yeah. Any, anything else you want to add on the, the written side or the Discord Well, I, I got my prospect yep. report coming. I think everybody knows that. But we're, we're introducing a couple things. Like I'm, I'm doing a live Q&A. In the yeah. Discord um, during the first period of the game against San Jose on Friday, that's for diehards, obviously, only. So you can look for that. And then I think we've told people we're, we're rolling out the PHNX blog. That's going to yep. be coming out really soon. And that will also be only for diehards. It's basically going to be giving voice to everybody here. Literally every employee at PHNX has a, a chance to write. Um, they may not write as well as I do, but they'll have a voice nonetheless. <laughs> PD, if you're here, we, I will be yeah, spell checking your blog post specifically at PD. before they yeah. go up. Um, all right. Well, this has been a ton of fun. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll be live again tomorrow at 2 p.m. Sean DePaz, our former producer, will actually be joining us uh, for our weekly What Chaos hit to talk a little bit about the Buffalo Sabres as the Coyotes are playing them twice. Might have some week. Buffalo trivia for him. Might have some Buffalo Might trivia. Might go deep on you, Sean. For Sean. So tune in tomorrow, 2 p.m. PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe there and make sure to uh, rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you prefer to listen on podcasts as well, we are on there. Um, so before we get out of here, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Leah Merrill. Craig's at Craig S. Morgan. Jordan's at J underscore Swish 24. Danielle's at Abrica Danielle. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night, everybody. And we will see you all on Wednesday.